Welcome to Community Pulse from Environmental Design Group, highlighting the transformations happening in our communities and celebrating the leaders making them happen. Tammy Naguki, her EDG co-host and their special guest, reveal insights that are driving our communities forward, right now on Community Pulse. Welcome everyone to EDG Community Pulse podcast. This is our fourth episode, and today we are joined by Renato Camacho, President and CEO of the Akron Canton Airport. My name is Tammy Naguki. I'm with Environmental Design Group, and I'm also joined today by Dwayne Grohl, also from Environmental Design Group. Um, I, I want to take a moment just to introduce uh, Ren to all of our audience. Um, quite a lengthy bio, but I want to I want to make sure we don't miss anything here. Um, Ren's core responsibilities include leading a 50-member team of airport employees, strategic planning, community engagement, and capital improvement programs to ensure the airport remains a vital asset that increases economic activity and pride to Northeast Ohio. Ren has over 27 years of professional experience in the aviation and transportation engineering sectors, specializing in program management, air service retention and expansion efforts, business development initiatives, job creation, and major infrastructure projects. Ren received his master's degree in transportation planning and engineering from Polytechnic Institute of New York University and a Bachelor of Science in Civil Engineering from RPI. He has also received the designation of Accredited Airport Executive from the American Association of Airport Executives and is a licensed engineer in the state of Ohio. Wren serves on multiple Akron-Canton area chambers, tourism bureaus, and executive leadership teams to further establish the importance of CAK for community businesses and stakeholders. Welcome, Wren. We're so glad to have you today. Thanks, Tammy. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Ren, for joining us again. Thanks for taking the time and your busy schedule. And uh, I'm sure all listeners want to, you know, uh, hear a lot about, uh, you know, the pandemic and the impacts. But before we get into into the that dialogue, um, you you spent a good part of your career in New York, and and then moved to uh, to Ohio. And so I just want to ask you, you know, the first time you thought you contemplated that. Ohio, and now that you've lived here for a number of years, can you compare and contrast if you remember, you know, that first your first reaction to now present day uh, being thoroughly ingrained and uh, hopefully enjoying Ohio? Can you share with us that experience? Uh, sure, Dwayne. I appreciate the question, and thanks to EDG for the opportunity to to join you all on this podcast. So, yes, growing up in New York City uh, in the Bronx, and uh, Having an education there, and, and as Tammy indicated, uh, going to RPI and Polytechnic Institute, uh, riding the subways every day. It was a you know very rapid, fast-paced, mm-hmm. dynamic, uh, fluid environment there, and uh, you kind of l- learn life's tough lessons mm-hmm. at a very young age there. And um, knowing that uh, having that opportunity to to come to Ohio after having worked professionally with the New York Port Authority for about uh, 14 years or so. And having worked at all of the myriad of facilities that they have uh, as part of my uh, professional career, and I'm a civil engineer by trade, I should start with that, I guess, and uh, ranked uh, uh, the Port Authority career as, as kind of that uh, first true uh, mentorship in, in, the, in the trade, if you will. And working at the myriad of facilities, again, uh, the World Trade Center site, for example, both pre and post 9-11, uh, the port facilities, the airports, of course, the the various bridges and tunnels that they possess, having that uh, experience, getting to those various destinations day in and day out, 
through uh, subway, through uh, you know the typical commute vehicle that mm-hmm. you would they would offer you, uh, and then dealing with New York City traffic, right, and <laughs> and the uh, the harsh realities of that sometimes. Uh, really gave me a, a, a keen perspective and, and really what can I do to, to further enhance uh, this ability to contribute to society. And having a lot of that wealth and experience and eventually focusing on the airports, primarily at JFK for many years uh, during my Port Authority tenure, really fine-tuned my focus on, on aviation. Uh, 9-11, of course, uh, mm-hmm. was a huge impact for, for us. I, I worked at the World Trade Center. I was supposed to be there that day. And uh, thankfully was not, and have my daughter to thank. I call, call her my guardian angel. Mm-hmm. But uh, understanding that event and the impact to ensure the safety and security of aviation moving forward was that other primary factor uh, in New York to then look at other opportunities beyond New York. Mm-hmm. And for personal reasons, primarily, I moved to Ohio, Cleveland specifically in 2007, and landed a job as a design engineer, again, with my civil engineering background. I was able to uh, establish a position there, and then eventually, in the 11 years that I was in Cleveland, uh, worked to the to the rank of uh, chief of planning and engineering, which mm-hmm. basically oversaw all the capital improvement projects, environmental uh, efforts, and of course, uh, with mm-hmm. the environmental design group, uh, would have been uh, a, a team, a consultant uh, for the you know for the various projects. I'm sure uh, with with uh, that particular uh, airport. Um, at, and uh, opportunities that were established during my tenure there and uh, decided that that was uh, what I wanted to do and focus mm-hmm. on aviation, um, focus on uh, you know, the funding and, and improvements and uh, economic uh, prosperity, if you will, at the time of mm-hmm. Cleveland and, and the greater Cleveland region. So after that, I uh, saw an opportunity a couple of years ago to establish uh, my own uh, career path, if you will, and saw an opportunity here at Akron Canton Airport to run an airport and to run it and uh, was introduced to my predecessor, Rick McQueen. And after that, uh, saw an opportunity here, what it would be like to uh, run the airport, the culture here at at the airport. And uh, just ever since, it's been uh, a wild ride in in a good way. It really has. I I truly mean that. The, The team, the employees have all really been behind and very supportive from day one. Uh, what a great background to uh, to lead uh, such a gem as uh, Akron Canton Airport. I think it's a gem of, uh, of Ohio, Northeast Ohio, and the Midwest. I and mean, it's and you talk about you know the hustle and bustle of New York City. And I think one of the beauties of um, Akron Canton Airport is the the, the ease at mm-hmm. which you can travel in and out. It's truly a, a gem for and for our listeners that if you haven't tried it. Please, uh, when 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 you're ready to fly again, if you're not flying presently, try it just one time because the the ease and the enjoyment and the the experience no stress uh, oh. uh, <laughs> and yeah the reduction. Thank you, Tammy. Yeah, the reduction <laughs> of stress. It, it, it's such a, a a beauty to and I know people out of the area will drive an hour and a half, two hours to use CAC as we know it mm-hmm. um, to uh, to get that experience. Um, so it's great, and so um, so. Can you t- talk a little bit? I mean, you lead um, a myriad of you know whole all airport employees, and you're responsible for the future uh, strategic planning of the airport. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your leadership style and and how you're managing through perhaps you know one of the biggest disruptions of our lifetime? And you you personally experienced 9/11, but this is certainly uh, for many of us you know a, a huge 
disruption in our life, and again, maybe one of the one of the most significant that we'll experience in our lifetime. You talk about your leadership and 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 how you're dealing with that. Sure. Uh, thanks again for the question. So, when when this uh, event uh, unfolded back in early March or so, uh, we really went into crisis mode mm-hmm. and. Uh, you talked about uh, having a strategic plan, and that's in essence uh, part of my uh, leadership. Uh, op- the opportunities to establish uh, leadership to those that are beyond me, if you will, our employees, our most prized asset. So, having the opportunity to engage them early and often in that early March time frame, being able to establish this notion that uh, we know that this pandemic is very likely here for the long haul, based on what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started to uh, stagger shifts, and a lot of that included in empowering the employees. Uh, I'm very transparent, very open, uh, very uh, inclusive when it comes to allowing employees to share their ideas, uh, also delegate uh, responsibilities to those employees, uh, hold them accountable. And uh, they've all uh, you know, uh, offered their, their services. Their, uh, you know, a lot of them have been here for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to uh, glean as much of those of that information, that knowledge from those uh, seasoned employees as much mm-hmm. as possible. So, at the onset, we we leaned upon a lot of those folks who had that institutional knowledge about the airport, about the day to day operations. You talked about the seamlessness, and that's what we we strive to do, especially during COVID. We want to make sure, continue to ensure, as you indicated, that this this experience from the moment you leave your house to the moment you get to your mm-hmm. gate is as seamless, as efficient, as healthy. Uh, as we possibly can. We were mm-hmm. just recently acknowledged by Airports uh, Council International, a trade organization for uh, being one of the healthier airpo- airports uh, in across the world. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a global accreditation, so we're thankful. And again, a testament to our employees who, mm-hmm. again, we've allowed to um, share ideas, empower them to to come to the forefront and, and be in those very early, uh, early meetings and discussions about mm-hmm. what it would take to ensure Akron Canton Airport remains that mm-hmm. airport of choice uh, for Northeast Ohio. We were in the midst of a construction project, the gate modernization project. We just had a ribbon cutting ceremony about a week and a half ago, very successful uh, project and event. And although it was uh, a, vi- a virtual event, uh, mm-hmm. we, we had a very large audience. There was a second part of that, kind of a behind-the-scenes tour, which was uh, great to, to offer to our to our uh, listeners and viewers at the time. So it, it's just one of those things where you just want to ensure that for projects like that, ensuring that the, con- the contractors, mm-hmm. the construction workers, uh, the employees, the, the tenants are all maintaining mm-hmm. the sense of safety, of health, and you know the face masks, uh, donning the the social distance markers throughout the terminal, uh, mm-hmm. virtual meetings that uh, we've had, and this is actually one of the very first interactions with uh, in a live setting, if you will, mm-hmm. that I've had in several months. So um, happy to do it, of course. So the virtual setting. Uh, the protective shields, the overhead announcements at the Mm -hmm. airport. Again, just continuing those little Mm -hmm. details that really ensure that the passenger ensures, Mm -hmm. is ensured a a safe uh, experience through the airport. Uh, You know, you had, there are other airports uh, in in this region, as well as across the the country where you have to walk longer to your gates. Uh, You have to pay more for parking. Mm -hmm. It's a more stressful environment. You talked about stress. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's just one of those things that you may pay 70 bucks, maybe even 100 bucks more. But is your time, is your comfort, is your level of stress worth Mm -hmm. that cost? And in my view, the answer is yes. 
Yeah, and I think a lot of us that use it uh, regularly, it's the, that it, it, there is no cost, you know, it's just the, the, the stress reduction and the time. I mean, time is money and you can get in and out in, in significantly less time than, than other airports. I, I think when you mentioned empowering in, employees in your leadership style, and, you know, one of the things um, for our listeners, uh, and uh, I was stunned, uh, uh, I don't know, this was maybe you know, five, eight years ago, and I was talking to your predecessors and now talking to you is that, um, you know, it's a big operation when you, you know, all these planes come in out, but you're, and I always made an assumption that there was a couple hundred employees of the Akron Canyon, <laughs> right. and there really isn't. Yeah, yeah when and, I read 50, I thought, wow, yeah, how we, is he we, doing We wear that? a lot of hats. Everybody wear wears a lot hats. of hats. That, that's correct. Everyone comes through when the, when there was an issue, we had the snowstorm a couple of days ago mm -hmm. and everyone pitched in, the, the building maintenance folks, some of the custodial mm -hmm. staff pitched in. Uh, I was willing to pitch in if called upon. It, mm -hmm. it, it's just really that culture, that mindset, that uh, do whatever it takes to ensure that the facility is, mm -hmm. again, as safe uh, out on the runways, but also as far as the, this pandemic, uh, as safe as mm -hmm. possible. I think that's a great um, a great sample or story for our listeners that as an or if you're in an organization that you can get a lot done um, if if people are empowered and and they can wear it there. I think people enjoy wearing multiple hats versus you know this is your task just do this and it takes a lot more people and and, and it creates a great great experience. It, Certainly, I was just going to add it goes right back again to empowering those employees, mm -hmm. allowing them mm -hmm. to offer input. So when I when I first started there a couple of years ago. I basically had for the 50 member staff individual SWAT analysis, SWAT mm -hmm. discussions. Mm -hmm. So we under, we know the airport's uh, efficient and it's clean and mm -hmm. it gets you to your gate quick. But what mm -hmm. are some of those strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. and opportunities and threats that people are not talking about? What are those conversations you might be having at a local mm -hmm. bar? This is of mm -hmm. course pre-pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what are, there may be might be something on the television that you see yeah. or hear that reminds you of a strength that mm -hmm. hasn't been talked about. So. A lot of those discussions with each of the uh, 50 member staff uh, was was had in, at the beginning, and uh, we had some very good ideas, and a lot of wow. those are starting to be implemented. And again, it's it's all about that that transparency, that mm -hmm. communication, which mm -hmm. is so so vital, especially with someone coming in that's that's new, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the the staff not knowing what to expect of their new CEO, right? They're they're, they're yeah. not knowing what what's coming, right? Or, or is this new guy going to come in and Run, run the airport uh, like a dictatorship? No, absolutely not. It's, it's just more of a, a true democracy uh, and yeah. really wanting that input, that feedback. We've established SMART goals for the staff, and they've never had SMART goals before. So, again, engaging, empowering, mm -hmm. allowing them to set their own goals with manager and supervisor input uh, is, has been critical. Uh, oh, that's amazing. That's an amazing story because now as you're, as you know, you got feedback initially and it sounds like then you've empowered them to go do. And so now everybody's even more engaged. And I think they have been engaged for many years, but now it's taken them to, to a new level perhaps or the next level, if you will. Right. It, it just seems to give a little bit more a sense of purpose, sense of direction to mm -hmm. our employees than, than what was in the past. Yeah. And, oh, and I think great. you mentioned that you had staff that's been around for 30 years. So having someone new come in as a leader to that group and really giving that those reins and that empowerment to them it really speaks a lot to your style of leadership. Yes. 
And I think uh, I think that's something that we find common among some of the leaders that we've been talking to, too, is that, you know, really relying on those around you. Sure. And we have a strategic plan, you know, that vision, that mission of the organization, mm-hmm. right, and how that really translates down to all of the employees. And we're focused as part of the strategic plan in four areas, mm-hmm. uh, community engagement, which is just reaching out to the community and, and ensuring that they understand that the airport is here for them. This is their mm-hmm. their hometown airport, their community mm-hmm. asset. That's number one. Customer service, probably should have said that first, but customer service, and maybe goes without saying, but we mm-hmm. have to ensure, again, that experience mm-hmm. to the gate is seamless, it's safe. Uh, the third area is revenue generation, specifically trying to generate non-aeronautical revenue, whether mm-hmm. it's our concessions program, uh, mm-hmm. the parking a program, collecting rents from our tenants, and a lot of those, what we call non-aeronautical revenues, reduce the cost of the airlines, the aeronautical revenue uh, that's that's at the airport. So mm-hmm. that that's the third area. And then uh, the final area uh, would be the, the engagement. Uh, I mentioned the engagement, customer service, preserving assets. Oh, preserving our assets. How could I forget mm-hmm. that as a civil mm-hmm. engineer? Uh, preserving all of our assets, <laughs> the runways, the taxiways, the buildings, the boilers, the chillers, and, and having mm-hmm. a true robust asset management plan in place tied into the SMART goals, tied mm-hmm. into all of right. those initiatives, empowering employees to provide input when it comes to all of those initiatives as part of the strategic plan. Oh, yeah, I've we've flown in and out of Canton Akron Airport several times, and you know we have four kids. So when they were little, that was really important to have that stress-free movement mm-hmm. to the gate. So I really appreciate what you're, the work that you've been doing out there. And I wanted to ask you then: um, you're obviously involved with economic development in Northeast Ohio, and um, I wondered if you could talk a little bit about your vision for the future for the region. Obviously, getting past COVID, um, but beyond that, what does it look like for us? Sure. And a key centerpiece of that is just the completion of the gate modernization project. We want to make sure that we're positioning the airport for the future, right? We, It's a right-sized facility. Again, thanks to my predecessor, Rick McQueen, for having that vision as well. It was a culmination of a $110 million capital investment, capital program. And uh, the project itself was roughly about $37 million. And uh, new gates, five additional gates up on the second level, a total of nine that we'll have uh, eventually when all is said and done. And it, they're, they're operational today. Uh, there's just a couple of uh, pavement projects that we have to finish uh, that the public won't have access to and doesn't really see kind of behind the scenes uh, improvements next, uh, next spring. However, the, the gates uh, and making sure that they have all of the, the proper techno- technological gadgets, you know, the plugins and the uh, sustainability uh, efforts, whether it's recycling bins, the overhead LED lights, uh, ensuring the amenities such as a, uh, a complimentary business lounge, uh, a sensory room for those who are traveling with neurosensitive uh, conditions, for example, a kid's play port. Uh, we've added a mother's room, nursing room for mothers uh, for with newborns, and then a pet relief area. A lot of airports are now going mm. uh, to having pet relief areas on the secure side of the airport. A lot of times you see that amenity on the public side. So mm-hmm. we're, yeah. we've offered mm-hmm. that feature, and it's been a hit. Interesting. And, Partnerships, that's a partnership with Coastal Pet Products. The Mother's Room is a partnership with uh, All Care, for example. Mm-hmm. The Kids Playport, Step 2, and Akron Children's Hospital partnerships with, again, local entities. There's local mm-hmm. artwork throughout. And I 
part of my, my plan for the airport is to continue to instill this concept of a local, whether it's uh, Royal mm-hmm. Docks Brew, Brewing Company, that's a Canton-based entity, uh, the artwork, Arts and Stark, uh, murals that are local, the, mm-hmm. the Funk aircraft, N- F-U-N-K aircraft that's uh, up in the atrium. It's an Akron-based company mm-hmm. from, that was uh, for an aircraft that we, was used with the Civil Air Patrol during World War II. So again, try to instill, trying to instill that local flavor, that local, um, you know, uh, yeah, the local flavor. I, I can't say it any better than that. Uh, for when folks arrive, they know they've arrived to the Akron Canton Airport. Mm-hmm. And for some, that might be their first time. So what a great welcome. That's right. I love that. All these great things are happening. And, and it sounds like, um, you know, all the, uh, the employees and associates associated with the airport are really uh, energized, but you know, from your you know, leadership perspective, you know, you, you probably hit these days where, you know, whether it's pre-pandemic or post-pandemic or now, where there's these obstacles or conflicts. You know, how do you keep how do you keep your people motivated and inspired? I mean, this is inspiring listening to you here now. And so, is there any other thing in your repertoire that you think about that uh, that so? With respect to the employees themselves, to keep them motivated, it, it's that constant engagement, Dwayne. It really mm-hmm. is. It's keeping them informed. We have quarterly uh, virtual meetings. Uh, when we started, at, again, at the outbreak of the pandemic, we were staggering shifts and making sure that the employees understood why we were doing that, why that mm-hmm. was important, why it was important for their families, for, exist- mm-hmm. for example. So understanding that uh, the communication component to reaching out to those employees mm-hmm. was key and continues to be the case mm-hmm. is something that uh, that I and the management team, we have a management team of seven, and it's in the, all, all the various areas of marketing and uh, operations, facility management, mm-hmm. those types of areas, that, that constant uh, communication, collaboration. If there's a, a project, the gate modernization project was one, we were working with the uh, Castle Aviation, who's one of the freight operators, just completed a brand new facility and and coordination with uh, a tenant such as that. Mm. Uh, The constant uh, interaction with those folks, the tenants, ensuring that the information is is disseminated in a way through uh, employee newsletters, uh, social media opportunities, uh, and and just, uh, again, engaging them. I mentioned uh, non-aeronautical opportunities, you know, whether it's a 5K run. We recently had a drive-in movie over at the old economy lot, and we're having a 720 market this weekend. Uh, so come on down. You have to reserve your spot through, through, uh, through Eventbrite, through the 720 market website. But it's all a matter of when we look to bring the community for reasons other than flying, that mm-hmm. the employees, sure. those tenants, that interaction is there. Right. And that's what we continue to do. So what is this? 720 market what are you that's not a term i'm familiar with so the 720 is the area code 44720 and it's a market that is we and this was something that was checked out with the uh summit county health department uh for moving forward and you know the masks and Mm -hmm. you have to coordinate the times in which you can go but understanding that uh, it's just a, a market where you can set up, and I think the vendors are established vendors. There's about okay. 40 to 50 vendors, and they sell anything from candles to T-shirts to oh, you know just carvings and homemade things that uh, are really, really neat. And they're, mm-hmm. it, it's all locally-based companies, so you're helping small businesses in the process. Hmm. So, so along that lines, so, you know... Um, thinking about communication um can you tell um, our audience here today uh, how they can learn more about 
um, you, know, you know, whether it's ease of travel, CAC, or these events and that you're, you're hosting. So we obviously have a, our website, AkronCantonAirport.com. We're on all the social media links, uh, the monthly newsletter that's uh, issued, and you have to get on the website to sign up for that. And it just talks about all of the, the goings-on at the airport on a monthly basis. So what better way to keep, keep in touch with what's going on? And uh, again, that, that constant engagement, I can't stress mm-hmm. that enough, that communication mm-hmm. is so important. Uh, there's an employee newsletter, and then there's a tenant newsletter, and there's also a newsletter to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, the involvement that I have, it's part of your question about, you know, what, what do you, where do you see Akron Canton into the future and, and beyond the gate project? I think you asked a question, Tammy. It's also involvement with the chambers, right? Uh, my involvement with the various chambers, economic development groups. You know, we have two industrial parks, Port Green, Port Jackson. Mm-hmm. How do we better leverage those industrial parks? We just recently hired a business development manager who's helping uh, establish those parks and kind of um, working with the the uh, entities, the brokers mm-hmm. that uh, allow us to uh, market some of the the land that's available there mm-hmm. and establishing, in essence, a task force. I've established a task force with the the Fortune 500 companies in the area, right? They're critical to our success as well. Mm-hmm. We talked about the corporate traveler uh, coming back, and w- when they start to come back, we need to be prepared. We've adjusted mm-hmm. our finances. We've looked at uh, what the airline industry is doing in terms of their health, which mm-hmm. is so critical for us. But the corporate traveler, right, getting them back into the fold and getting them into the mix, mm-hmm. uh, the task force, we meet with them monthly, and we share ideas. They're telling us about their corporate travel policies and restrictions these days, obviously mm-hmm. due to COVID and, and other countries and, and their restrictions, but uh, ensuring that those folks, uh, the, the chambers, the tourism bureaus, Akron Summit, CVB, Greg Mervis has been phenomenal, uh, Ali Bussey of Visit Canton, the tourism bureau in, in Canton mm-hmm. and Stark County have been phenomenal with their support of Akron Canton, uh, the airport and endeavors, initiatives uh, to propel us into the future. and. That collaboration, those partnerships, uh, the involvement in the chambers, economic development groups, opportunities mm-hmm. to speak in, in, into the in, mm-hmm. into the public realm, if you will. I've I've had probably in the last year and a half, maybe ten to twelve uh, presentations, virtual and in person, mm-hmm. yep. pre and post pandemic, uh, uh, with uh, the various chambers. So excited to do that. Excited to kind of mm-hmm. spread that message about us, uh, the airport, moving forward and. Uh, Again, uh, right-sized with the gate expansion project, mm-hmm. uh, prepared for the future, for mm-hmm. that future growth. Whether it's slow, whether it's rapid, we'll mm-hmm. be prepared either way. Hearing a lot of things, um, I'm wondering if you are too. Um, I kind of sense that you're a bit of an optimist. And, you know, I, we talk about people who have been really put off traveling for the past nine months or so and potentially into the next few months. Um, but I do feel like, and I'm hearing this a little bit in some of the market trends that we're listening to, is that come summertime – considering that there may potentially be a vaccine, there could be a lot of pent-up demand, especially for travel, um, both corporate and leisure. So mm-hmm. how are how do you see yourselves uh, positioning and being ready for that if that does happen? So the the notion of a, a pent-up demand uh, come summer of 2021 is something that we're preparing for right now. A lot of that will depend on vaccinations and how quickly mm-hmm. that, that, that occurs. Uh, you know, we understand our position here in Northeast Ohio. We're a regional airport. We understand there are larger airports and larger entities that may be addressed first. Uh, I, I still think, nonetheless, that with the vaccine, with uh, the ability for folks to travel, that they need to do so in a, in a, in a safe manner. Right. 
I don't like to use the word new normal, but mm-hmm. it is a new normal. Right. It, it's going mm-hmm. to be something different than your mm-hmm. pre-pandemic experience. So when you go through security today, security screening today, I should say, right? You have to take the shoes off, the bell, if you don't have the pre-check, right? And uh, you go through that process and everyone's pretty good with that, right? They understand mm-hmm. that that's a post 9-11 right. thing mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to do. Uh, this pandemic, in my estimation, will be something, uh, an event uh, that will uh, require, I-, I would think, and again, this is my opinion only, that there will be some type of a similar health screening effort. So similar to security, this will be health screening mm-hmm. where in order for you to fly, uh, mm-hmm. mask or no mask, vaccine or no vaccine, uh, and obviously I'm an optimist, I'm expecting a vaccine, let's say summer of, of next year prior to that to be distributed widely, that, that that process, in order for you to get on an airplane, you have to be cleared. And it might be a a card, some type of vaccination card that you're cleared, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something at the airport where you're being tested, you know, 45 minutes to an hour prior to your flight, and it's a mm-hmm. rapid test. You get the results in 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. If it's uh, you're negative, you get to fly. If it's positive, then mm-hmm. what's the procedure to escort that individual out of the airport? And mm-hmm. for smaller regional airports like Akron Canton Airport, general aviation airports, thousands of them across the country, how are they handling? How are they going to handle those issues? Who's paying for that? Uh, who will, who will be the, you know, the mm-hmm. gatekeeper, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. of that? It, will it be a, an entity similar to TSA that does security screening, and now some mm-hmm. someone similar, an entity similar that does health screening, quote unquote? And who is that? It should not fall on the airport. I, I will say that uh, pretty poignantly. So. Well, for the the, the the travelers in our listening audience today, I think that's uh, one more reason to try out Akron Canton Airport if you haven't because you've proven, um, you know, for example, on the TSA side, how much more uh, stress reduction is is offered through your entity versus other airports. So if you repeat history and uh, this additional burden that's going to be on all airports, then uh, being the optimist, um, look forward to that uh, experience and that less stress on whatever that is that's that you uh, are envisioning or describing now, and we'll see where that uh, see where that takes us. Sure, but, uh, that's that's the anticipation. Yeah. Have that ready to go. I have a feeling client experience is going to be a big part of your future. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have one closing question. I don't know. You want to ask this one, Dwayne? Well, sure. It's kind uh, of a fun one. Yeah, we try to you know we try to close out our uh, podcast with something uh, a little personal, a little fun. So, um, you know, uh, for when you're not traveling for business and going to other airports or other, you know, meeting with other airport executives, what is your you know what is your um, a favorite destination of yours when you're flying out of CAC? And and also, do you have anything on your bucket list? You know that you. Oh that you want to get to and you haven't got there. So kind of a two-part question, but uh, tell us a little bit about Ren, the, the person and, and, you know, getting away for fun and relaxation. Sure. It's, uh, I have a huge family in New York. So mm-hmm. the answer to your first question is two parts. So to go back to New York, that quick flight yeah. uh, into New York City is definitely mm-hmm. one of those destinations just to see the parents and mm-hmm. siblings. Uh, that would be one opportunity there, answer to the first question. The second Mm -hmm. part uh, to that, the response to that question is somewhere in the, uh, I would say, northern Arizona, southwestern Utah, Mm -hmm. uh, part of the country. I just uh, love, we just love uh, that part of the country and Mm -hmm. uh, my girlfriend and and haven't gotten the kids out there yet, but uh, we Mm want to make that trip uh, with the kids and Mm -hmm. eventually 
everyone uh, out to that uh, southwestern part of Utah and mm-hmm. uh, northern Arizona, Grand Canyon. Uh, the Hi- hiking Zion National packed. Park. Hiking is a huge so part of what we do. We Zion love, and Pinnacles and all that. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Zion, yep. We yeah. love that part of the country. And just locally here, hiking and mm-hmm. going for uh, long rides and mm-hmm. scenic rides and panoramic views like the Grand Canyon and yeah. some yeah. of those canyon lands National Park can offer. So Yeah, awesome. Pretty cool. Thank you for uh, taking the time to share and learn some great, inspiring things today. And uh, thank you. And I don't know if there's anything you want to that we missed that you want to throw out, or but thanks again for uh, visiting with us today and sharing. We the only parting message I would say is to continue to support uh, your hometown airport, your local mm-hmm. airport. Uh, we are trying to do our part with supporting businesses that are in and around the Akron Canton Airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the first and last impression that folks have mm-hmm. of this region, so we need to make good on that promise to to make that great mm-hmm. first impression. Mm-hmm. And we're on our way with the gate modernization project, ensuring our employees, our most prized asset, are fully mm-hmm. involved mm-hmm. in how that happens. So. Well, I personally thank you for keeping that going because we certainly do appreciate the convenience that is flying out of Canton Airport for sure. Thanks, Tammy. Thank you very much, Ren. Thanks, Dwayne. Great conversation, and uh, look forward and best wishes uh, to you and your family and to all the employees and uh, keeping us safe. And uh, we look to uh, getting back to uh, full travel here at some point in the the future. Thanks again, Ren. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you.